Our scripture before our study tonight will come from 2 Corinthians chapter 4. 2 Corinthians chapter 4, beginning at verse 3. I'll be reading from the New King James Version. But even if our gospel is veiled, it is not veiled to those who are perishing. Excuse me. It, let me begin that again. But even if our gospel is veiled, it is veiled to those who are perishing, whose minds the God of this age has blinded, who do not believe, lest the light of the gospel of the glory of Christ, who is the image of God, should shine on them. For we do not preach ourselves, but Christ Jesus the Lord, and ourselves, your bondservants, for Jesus' sake. And now, as they used to say, the rest of the story. Maybe you listened well to Britt this morning as he gave the Lord's Supper meditation and he talked about Abraham offering Isaac in Genesis chapter 22. If you've got your Bible, turn there briefly. Notice Genesis 22 especially verses 2 through 4, Genesis 22, 2 through 4, as well as verse 14. In looking at this incident, we can see this. He was to go to an area that God would show him And there, Abraham would offer Isaac. And while they were some distance away, when you look at verses 2 through 4, the particular area is pointed out by God as the area of Moriah. Moriah. If you were listening to the preacher's sermon this morning, He referred to a passage in 2 Samuel 24 where David says to Arana the Jebusite, I will not offer unto my God that which cost me nothing. Look at 2 Samuel chapter 24 because something interesting happens there. Just as Brit brought out in Genesis 22... Isaac is not offered. God extends mercy because God knew that Abraham was willing to slay his own son if God required it. Now, 2 Samuel 24. Arana the Jebusite had a threshing floor just outside. Jerusalem. It would eventually become part of Jerusalem. 
and David purchased this threshing floor. I will not offer unto the Lord my God that which cost me nothing. In 2 Samuel 24, more deaths are averted. 70,000 people have died because of a pestilence. That was ultimately due to King David's sin. But when the angel turned his face toward Jerusalem to destroy it and was there at Arana the Jebusite's threshing floor, God ceased. It's enough. Just a pure act of mercy and grace. That's all we could describe it as. Now open your Bibles to 2 Chronicles chapter 3 and verse 1. 2 Chronicles 3, 1 for the rest of the story. Because you see, a lot of sacrifices would be offered from Moriah where Arana, the Jebusite's threshing floor, had been. Because when you look at Second Chronicles chapter 3 and verse 1, at that site, the temple would be built. At that site, the temple would be constructed. And think of all the slaughtered animals over the years there. All of them together could never atone for anyone's sin. They all anticipated the coming of Jesus the Lamb. Jesus would be taken outside of the city of Jerusalem and there he would be crucified. You see, his sin was regarded as so shameful, so awful, we don't even want him in the city limits. And so we'll crucify him just outside of town. Kind of interesting to me. Because you see, history would pretty much confirm that where Abraham offered Isaac and where David heard the words from God that he was sparing Jerusalem despite his sin. The temple would be built where God's presence was to be and all kinds of sacrifices would be offered. But the greatest sacrifice of all was just outside of the city. That's the rest of the story. Now the rest of the story, part two, from this morning. This morning I talked with you about our, our budget for 2021. And it's something that many preachers, I suspect, don't like to talk about. But because of the track record of this congregation, it's easy to talk about giving. You've made it so. 
You know, sometime last year I started looking at some of the things that we were supporting and I said to myself, man, I don't know. I don't know about that. One of the things, and even though people working with it are friends of mine, was house to house and heart to heart. Because I started thinking, man, we're sending several thousand of these at every mailing. And occasionally we get some feedback, but not very often. And then one day we got a response to one of the house-to-house, heart-to-heart editions that we had paid to have mailed out. And house-to-house, heart-to-heart contacted Adam and me church office, and there was a gentleman who wanted to study the Bible. Adam and I talked about it a little bit. I think we shot a couple of texts uh, back and forth, and Adam began studying with this individual. His name was Gary Peacock. And not only did Gary become a Christian in 2020, he also talked to some neighbors that he thought were great people. And David and Pam Holman back there on the back row. And they started worshiping with us as well. You reckon it was worth supporting house to house, heart to heart, in 2020? I do and we think about things in that manner. And I hope and pray that you do too. I got several text messages from Gary just this past week. He is attending a congregation where a graduate of Southwest School of Preaching in Austin uh, serves as a preacher. Garrett English is his name. Known Garrett for a long time. Really fine young man. And Gary is keeping everybody in the congregation on their toes with his Bible questions and his desire to keep on growing in the Lord. Was that worth it? I believe every penny was worth it for the people that we've got to come to know and have come to know Jesus better in 2020. That's the rest of the story. We're going to have a prayer, and then we'll shortly after stand and sing our song of encouragement. We've mentioned John Moore several times over the recent weeks. John Moore at uh, Dripping Springs where he uh, served as a preacher for a long, long time, but back there with Carla, his wife, some over the holidays. Most of you recall the story. John's heart just stopped beating. And were there not people present who were capable in helping with resuscitating him, he would have died then and there. A defibrillator was placed in his heart. He's gone through extensive uh, therapy. He and Carla are now back in Denver where both work with the Bear Valley Bible Institute. Carla as the dean of the ladies program. 
and John as an instructor. I'm so glad to tell you that he is doing much, much better and getting his strength back. They've been here on a number of occasions and most of you know them pretty well. Very good people and we thank God for John's improvement. One note that has maybe come to some of your attention but not all. Dan Winkler was with us in 2019 for a gospel meeting. It was our last gospel meeting before COVID-19 and the pandemic came our way. Dan is one of the finest preachers in the brotherhood. And he's a really good friend. We've become unusually close in the last several years. Dan will be undergoing surgery for cancer tomorrow. It's rather extensive surgery. He has some of the very best care being given him because his surgery will be in Nashville and some of the best doctors in the country are based out of Nashville. But I would ask you to keep Dan Winkler and his wife, Diane, in your prayers. Nearly every family has been touched somehow by cancer. The tumor that is to be removed from Dan is about the size of a lemon right now. And they are hoping that it has not spread to his liver. Keep Dan and Diane in your prayers, please. I talked with Dan at length yesterday and we had a prayer and I promised Dan that I would pray for him every day until we heard news that was encouraging. I ask you to do the same. Let's go to God in prayer. We have so much to give him thanks for. God, we come to you with joy and a sense of peace because Jesus is our Lord, our Savior, our friend. We've been singing about his blessings and about being in the glory land way. And God, we believe that that's true because you keep your word. Thank you for the church here at Westside that over the years has risen to challenge after challenge after challenge financially and in other ways. And due to your grace and the loving response of people here that just want to serve you and for you to be honored, tremendous things have been and are being accomplished. Let us not be weary in well-doing. God, help us to have a positive spirit. We rejoice that you have blessed many who have been sick with improvement like our brother John Moore. There are many that have suffered from COVID-19 and have improved tremendously and are back to a full measure of their health. We rejoice in that. 
And God, we, we are humbled and grateful that while a number have suffered from this virus here at Westside, to this point at least, we can say no one has lost their life. We are so grateful. In this church, there are people who are so precious to us. Babies and young souls, precious they are, gifts from you. Senior saints, we have at least eight brothers and sisters here that are over 90 years old. How thankful we are for their wisdom and for their faithfulness. How grateful we are, God, to be able to support people like Rod Kyle and Denzel Roberts. How grateful we are to be able to have a role in assisting Lynetta Solomon, whose husband, Andrew, served so faithfully for so long in the Caribbean and passed from this life into a far better one, we believe, this past year. This world is full of woe and sorrow and struggle. But because of Jesus Christ, we have peace and grace and joy in our hearts. Thank you for our elders, for Terry and for Lynn. Thank you for their desire to serve you. Thank you for the hours that they obviously invested in putting together a budget that could challenge us and yet at the same time reflected a concern. A concern that people be good examples, yes, in giving, but not wanting to put undue pressure on anyone, knowing that people here want to give and give graciously to your cause. Thank you for their spirit. Thank you that we can support New Mexico Children's Home. Thank you for the work that's being done at the Preacher School in Fiji. Thank you for the work that's being done at the Preacher's Training School in Denver at Bear Valley. Thank you for the work that's been done digitally online by Adam, especially with our young people, and for all of the services that have gone up on our website. God, we are thankful for Wes, who runs our website, who sends text message out, messages out on behalf of the church here. We're thankful for his diligence and for his skill in technology. He has blessed us already in the last year. Bless him and his family too. God, I come to you on behalf of our brother Dan Winkler. Churches throughout this land have been asked to pray for him. 
And that we gladly and humbly do. We pray that you will be in that operating room with the surgeons tomorrow. And that you guide their hands. We pray that all of the cancer will be removed. But God, we humbly pray your will be done. We're thankful for Dan and for Diane Winkler. For the good that they have accomplished in the kingdom by your grace and to your glory. We're thankful that Dan is part of a family of preachers. We're thankful for the faithfulness of his father, Wendell Winkler, over the years. We ask you, God, to bless Dan. And God, I pray that it would be in your will that with treatment the cancer can all be removed and that he could be with us for years to come to proclaim the word. But if this is not your will, thank you that our brother and my friend can graduate to Gloria. Please be with his wife, Diane, especially because in many ways it's harder on her than it is on Dan. Thank you for being the God that you are. Thank you that you hear us in our feeble cries. And like a tender father... You wipe away our tears. You dust off our scraped knees. And you smile at us and point us in the way that leads home. Forgive us when we sin against you. Be with this congregation, especially those of us that are parents, grandparents, great-grandparents and may we not cease to speak to our families about the gracious things you have done we pray in the name of Jesus amen perhaps there's someone here that needs to come to Jesus tonight you'll never find a better moment to respond to him in faith and repentance and baptism and to have your sins all washed away, cleansed, gone forever, all due to the blood of Jesus, the Lamb of God. At that time, you'll be added to the church of Jesus Christ. I think anybody should want to be part of the body of Christ, don't you? I think anyone should want to be part of the kingdom of the Lord. The church, the body, the kingdom. Three ways of referring to the same entity. The blood-bought people of Jesus. Acts 20, 28. For those of us who are Christians, I hope that we will worry less and pray more this week. Amen. 
I hope that we will be less fearful and more confident in our Lord. We do not know the future, but we know who has the future in his hands. We can rejoice and have peace. Let us stand and sing.